Oh, you crazy! You want to be crazy? No, I'll show you crazy! You Listen, I don't know about these other guys, but we are like a superhero. No? We're like, da, 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 da. we're not crazy! Everybody knows you never go full retard. Muhammad is the most commonly used name on earth. We had a fucking book for one. Did you get that memo? Yeah, I got the memo. Picasso is dead. Walt Disney is dead. I'm dead. Steve Jobs is dead. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Welcome to the Mentally Gone Podcast. And welcome back to another episode of Mentally Gone. My name is Callie Lacerda. My uh, co-host is... Gabrielle Lopes. <laughs> and today we're going to be discussing a few topics. Uh, let's start out with... Uh, start out with manifestation trend on TikTok. All right. As I showed you, first of all, what's your opinion on the idea of affirmations and manifestations? Do you believe in them? Do you think they're effective? Have you used them? I really believe in like the energy that you put out into the world, you receive back. Like karma? Yeah. <laughs> so if you put out like good karmic energy, you'll in turn receive it back and then vice versa with like, you know, negative mm -hmm. karmic energy. Just like when you wish uh, like bad on someone that bad will come around and bite you in the ass and then you eventually get into like a, an accident or something hey <laughs> that's, you you know a time that reminds me of when we went to well when i went to go pick up a delivery for doordash remember mm -hmm. and then the person at the counter was so rude and i was like i hope something really bad happens to that lady <laughs> And then in turn, <laughs> and then in turn, we got home, and our whole closet was like collapsed. Yeah, <laughs> like everything just like on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I believe, like I, I believe in karmic energy. Um, I don't know if I, I don't know, like not to in a, because like there's a a fine line. Like, let's say somebody. It's just cruel and evil all the time. Mm. Like, why doesn't that person get the the karmic justice? And why is it only limited to people, to like daily people, like normal people? You know what I mean? It's like there's like politicians, there's like warlords, there's like all of these. Yeah. All of these people who just do atrocious things. They kill in mass numbers. They rape they like do all, all like all, all these bad things like serial killers and stuff eventually they do get apprehended and they do you know get overthrown and they do get whatever it is but you know but like, do we know what's happening in their day-to-day -day lives like their personal lives to know like what repercussions or what like extent of for example misery that they're facing right you know what i mean because we can never see like into someone's life outside of like what's portrayed to the public so you think that so, so you think that maybe in their day-to-day -day they're doing acts that level out their karmic energy and like make it more positive than negative like for example if obama ordered a drone strike in syria and killed a whole family Mm. do you think that next morning he wakes up and then he's like all right today i have to be extra positive i have to greet people um, I have to greet the doorman of the White House. I have to like tip the chef and stuff. Like, I, like I have to do these things to account right. for that atrocious act that I was behind. And how, like, how much 
do you think you would have to you know like <laughs> like how do you do that like calculation process of like oh i killed a family therefore that equals to uh 10 hellos to the the doorman and a handshake to my chauffeur or, or like something like that you know see I, mean? I wasn't saying it like that i was saying like we like we can see that people are doing like for example politicians and whatnot we see their like shortcomings or their you know atrocious you know um mistakes or whatever not really mistakes but you know decisions yeah, or actions mistakes, yeah. right or actions but i'm saying like we don't see like just how miserable that they can be like behind closed doors do you think they're miserable though i don't know we like you never know because because okay like let's say they're miserable like so, this... so so you're saying that being miserable is their karmic feedback maybe so look Look at how much Obama aged from when he first became president to right. when he was like out of office. Right. Like he aged. So think about like the amount of stress he must be undergoing every single day. He probably had depression. He probably like like thought or or pondered like why am I even the president? Right. You know, like why like why did I sign up for this? Like this is too much. Like there are probably times it felt overwhelming, whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's my point. Is like we never know like the full extent of somebody's, you know, misery or or like what they're going through. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to Versus say? Like like their their own um inner battles right battles. their own inner yeah. battles like even if even if they are horrible people <laughs> like i'm saying that that's probably what they get in turn is like the right. guilt so versus like trump for example trump didn't age at all <laughs> during his four years no he just got orange yeah <laughs> oranger and, and people started comparing that and what they realized it well what they hypothesized is that because Trump just really didn't give a fuck, you know, mm. like, and he always had that like attitude. And maybe that's the key to to not aging while in the White House. Yeah. And I bet that Joe Biden won't age either because he has no idea what's going on. And he doesn't <laughs> he's even already know aged that he's, all the way. <laughs> yeah. Like, like he can't age anymore. His brain is already fried. Oh, my gosh. But back to the whole manifestation thing. So you believe in karmic energy karmic energy isn't the same as manifestation. right but i'm saying but my point is that i believe in like all types of energies in terms of for example manif manifestation is like is is kind of um well like you showed me it's attracting your desires versus asking for them or chasing them or or like not necessarily not necessarily no no so so that's why I kind of wanted to talk about it. So this one specifically is interesting because I think that that's a preconception that most people have. It's like you think affirmations and then I like I for one, too, like I was always a skeptical person when it comes to it. I thought about the secret and the law of attraction, right, mm -hmm. which was, in my opinion, a fad. It's like a fad diet. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like always like a fad self-help thing that that Oprah backs up. And then all of a sudden it's worldwide bestseller mm -hmm. uh, translated in 20 hundred languages. I don't even know if there's that many languages. All but, the middle aged moms have it. Right. And everybody's praising and, and talking about it on Facebook Live and sharing it in their um, neighborhood watch groups or whatever the fuck. Right. But I think that was a fad in a sense where it 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 put in people's head this idea that it's just that it's like you don't have to chase anything right 
you visualize it in your head and you attract it and then therefore it will inevitably come to you. No, I don't think it's that simple. Right. But then but then that's right. how people perceived it. Mm -hmm. But then obviously there's like a lot of work that goes behind it. And and people know that. But my point is this. This this new manifestation is interesting, in my opinion, because of what they say is instead of um, asking and wanting all the time, you simply surrender all of your asks and all of your perceived necessities mm -hmm. so that the universe can kind of bless you with what it already is trying to give you it's like mm -hmm. it's like everybody's walking around with their arms full of groceries it's like their arms are heavy there's no room for anything else for them to carry right mm -hmm. and they're carrying all of these things that they think they want and need and which are their wants and needs but in reality, it's not going to fulfill them in any substantial way. Mm. And so the universe is kind of like stopping them and saying like, hey, like I, I have this thing and this thing that I want to give you. But you're just not in a position to receive it right now because your hands are full. So it's like a, a destiny awaiting you. Yeah, basically that. Mm. So so it so it's framing it in a way where the universe is basically waiting for you to give it the signal that, all right, I am ready to receive mm -hmm. all of the things that I've been intended to receive uh so you know what this really reminds me of like faith and religious yeah, faith, people destiny because it's like as soon as you surrender yourself to your faith or to your god or to right. whatever that is when he will outpour this like this like bless like bountiful of blessings and love and whatever mm -hmm. else to you is when you're Basically, when you've made yourself vulnerable and made yourself open to not having anything mm -hmm. that you want, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't really know how to explain it, but yeah. just like you were saying, it's, it's like, like giving yourself to Jesus. And it's like, like devoting yourself as like a born again Christian. Right. But but like you're not my point is like you're not asking for anything from, you know, from God, for example, yeah. you're you're just like open to whatever he has in store for you that's kind of like the mindset so the same could be said with like manifestations right but with the universe which is why i think spirituality has a lot of parallels mm. with a bunch of different religions because of that point that you you just made it's like people give themselves fully to a religion as a vehicle you know mm -hmm. and then they they want to be used as like uh an instrument to be channeled and, and to be tuned by god or mm -hmm. by the forces that be so that they can be played by this being right you know yeah. so so instead of going and then everybody else for example goes about their lives thinking that they're already experts at their own personal instrument mm. so like imagine everybody's an instrument and everybody's going about life thinking that they're already tuned and that they already sound great and that and and that right. they already know how to play themselves but then the the reversal of that is by like giving yourself fully to this energy to this universe to this god to this buddha to this it could unlock uh, allah to this whatever it is right you give yourself as a vehicle as an empty vessel well not an empty vessel but a conducive vessel to be fine-tuned played and then beautiful music can start playing in your mm. life and that's what like manifestation is especially this trend on tiktok because then uh the famous uh phrase right now is i don't chase i attract what belongs to me will simply find me mm -hmm. and i even did it as a test every single morning while walking shadow in the morning 
um, because that's what they recommend doing is like upon awakening, like during your workouts, it's like the first thoughts in your head is like you're already setting your expectations for the day mentally, spiritually to a point where you're already letting the universe know, all right, I, I woke up today ready to receive instead mm -hmm. of wanting and chasing it. Right. Yeah. Or or feeling like unsatisfied, too. Right. Because in turn, I think I think that, like I said before, is like it, it just goes back to what you put out. So if you put out this like unsatisfied, unfulfilled, um, like like desiring more attitude or mm. whatever, where you're where you're just like unhappy with what you have and ungrateful, yeah. then in turn you'll like not only will you mentally put yourself in that place where you truly do feel that way and mm -hmm. and whatever but you're putting yourself in that place in terms of like everything around you will feel like or succumb to your mindset if that makes sense like exactly. i don't know i don't know if that makes sense <laughs> it does it does and that's why also gratitude which is another um similar thing to um manifesting gratitude is basically filling your head and filling your soul and filling your spiritual stomach up mm -hmm. with um things that you already appreciate and have mm -hmm. because that way you're you're just like understanding that that your focus should be on things other than the things you want and need to chase so it's it's more of like a bicep curl exercise it's like you're training your brain to be uh, fulfilled and to feel fulfilled with things that you already have versus things you don't have. And that's why mindfulness and um, positivity and gratitude is something easier to like introduce to the masses because it's like it's it's a stepping stone to this um, more complex method of like manifestation. Right. Because it's hard for you to be selfless. Mm -hmm. Like like nobody's truly 100% selfless unless you've been conditioning yourself to be that way. And, right. And, and, and so like that's why through like meditation and stuff like, you know, and, people do that. And there's um like for example, monks. Yeah. For Like they're an example of that. They're 100% content like, with where they're at. Yeah. And, and like they devote their like their lives to you know like a certain way of living right. where you know for example no technology and whatever else yeah yeah anyways but um what was i gonna say so is there anything you're manifesting manifesting right now <laughs> yeah there's a lot of things i'm manifesting mm -hmm. um i'm not gonna share it because i do i am starting to believe in something that you told me about when we first started dating it's like i don't want to share things that i'm like working towards mm -hmm. before they happen right because the same way that you can kind of create that bridge between you and what you want to accomplish someone else can equally plot to destroy that bridge right right it's because their evil eye <laughs> right because if you have the power to create that bridge between you and your destiny and you and where you your want dream to, your whatever right then someone else can also create the weapon necessary to shoot that down there's and like to cancel out that opportunity for you like curses and voodoos and everything else you you could go as far as you yeah, like those are examples, I guess. But like those but, are more. Yeah, that's the extreme. But but, yeah, but it, like those are examples just of like what the public perceives it as. Yeah, wanting like preying on your downfall, kind of exactly. like people who spew envy, people who spew mm -hmm. um, like hatred or whatever towards you. Like I don't know. Like I feel like 
it can get to a point where it does actually start to influence and impact influence yeah and yeah. impact whatever it is that you're putting out and like sharing right. just like we've talked about before like youtubers who like show their house and stuff and then what happens like somebody goes and robs it or like mm -hmm. tries to or whatever it's like the like the more you put out the more you make yourself like susceptible and vulnerable to people like <clears throat> destroying that peace or or destroying that you know yeah, that, <laughs> that, my train of thought, but. that um inner sync, right? Um, and that it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Uh -huh. um, I was gonna add on to that and say that similar to these YouTubers and like influencers, the more I feel like you expose yourself in a braggadocious way, because I believe in exposing your vulnerabilities and just being completely vulnerable and just being open mm -hmm. and just being um, transparent as much as possible. Because if you're transparent with the world, then you're transparent with your own inner world. And that's the only way into yourself, I think, is is by tr like exploring the world first. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how I like I see it. So to that effect, like the same can be said. But in in the opposite direction, when you when it comes to like exposing your lifestyle, expo like exposing things that you're flaunting and stuff, mm -hmm. and like YouTubers exposing their houses, their cars, their accolades, their achievements, their aspirations, their goals. I think that every time you do that, you just amplify the surface level for other people to really just meticulously just poke at and just mm -hmm. like make sure they like stab you a little bit and just poke you a little bit poke like poke here cut out a chunk here mm -hmm. and yeah so so as, as far as like i don't know sharing what i'm currently manifesting in my life i'm gonna just let it speak for itself when it happens you know all right and how about you <laughs> <laughs> so you don't now share now um ditto vice versa not 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 gonna share it either <laughs> not gonna share it either no i i think just like my biggest like manifestation i guess you can say and i'll share this one is just like it's just like inner peace is it's like like no emotional turbulence going on from within so it has more to do like dealing with like demons and whatever else but that's about it and that's all i'll say okay because i think that's like the main yeah and i, mean, I think we'll that that's the main depth, one but... <laughs> that everybody i think struggles with right but very in, few people in are different to, ways yeah. all right um so that's the first topic let's go on to and then i also wrote down here for us to talk about uh so just really quickly, um, on TikTok and on social media, there's like a fine line between valid wisdom and just superficial nonsense and just people just just really trying to blow themselves up and just saying the most ridiculous things, which which we even like have done in the past with like yeah. conspiracy theories and stuff. But we're just like regurgitating <laughs> things that have already been said. Right. People on social media, like some people just create the craziest things and they just take it straight out of their asshole and just spew it into the gary camera v, gary v <laughs> I'm yeah kidding. Um, i'm kidding uh so like to like to that point uh there was this other girl who was talking about like how the moon like full moon which i don't know if i understand or not because again we we recently watched interstellar again Mm -hmm. right yes and you enjoyed it yeah it was really good 10 out of 10 and you said that it gave you like an existential crisis to an extent mm -hmm. right so the same 
can be said for a lot of people who watch it because like it really puts into perspective just how vast the universe is and mm -hmm. just how crazy reality can get the multiverse and the um tesseract and just all these things um but my point is like all right so people she said that during a full moon she'll walk around a pond or a lake a full body of water and she'll just walk around it kind of in like a ritualistic sense and like, you know, like um, maybe do a few laps around it. And while she's doing it, she's just literally talking to herself out loud and saying what she wants to attract into her life and manifest. And she says that you could just feel this like and like this pool of energy because, you know, water is influenced by the moon mm -hmm. cycles. And I don't know, like like. It's an interesting concept, but at the same time, I feel like it's just an idea that someone just came up with when they were super high. You know what? At the moon, it's like, <laughs> dude, like, what if, what if, like, what if we got all the water in the world on a full moon and just, you know, just like summon the fucking dragon from Dragon Ball Z or some shit? Like that? You know what I thought about right away? <laughs> I what? thought about Avatar: The Last Airbender, right? Because it kind because of because of the moon spirit and yeah. like she's like floating into UA or whatever her name is. She's like floating mm -hmm. into the sky and then. Whatever. I, that's how it feels like. It's all like the waterbenders have like their ultimate power in the full moon. I would start like waterbending and shit. Yeah. Like I'm about to unleash a whole new energy. Right. <laughs> so I don't uh, know about that, man. That's like, pretty funny, though. I think, okay, to an extent, because look, I, I think everything goes back to nature. Everything goes back to like the stars and the universe. Mm hmm. I don't know how true that could be. Maybe it really does work for her and she finds or or maybe again, like it's all mental. Like right. it's all like she tells herself that doing this thing works and then and then like goes out and and is like productive. And then all of a sudden life is rewarding her. And she so thinks it's, it's like a placebo pill. Right. She yeah. she thinks it's the walking around the pond, but and maybe it's just It's just all the hard work and just, the crazy <laughs> energy she thinks she has. And then she's waking up at four AM because right. the moon is fucking full. <laughs> and it's like, Oh, I had a full moon this month, you know, it's like cocaine. She's like howling and yeah, and then she <laughs> turns just into sniffs, a wolf. Sniffs a few lines of like full moon and, and, oh, and maybe that's what it is. It's just like her on cocaine and then she calls it maybe, full moon. Maybe she's a werewolf. Maybe. Maybe that's why she has such a huge thing with the with the moon, man. Or maybe she's just a crack addict. I don't know, man. Anyway. <laughs> no disrespect to her out there. Next um, next next ting. What's the next, next ting. ting on the list? Um, you were gonna say something about Interstellar, like you had an existential crisis, and we could touch on that real quick if you want. Oh, so you know what? Well, what, what like really blew my mind was the whole idea of like five dimensional and like like yeah, you yeah. know like multiple 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 dimensional universe where you mm -hmm. can literally see each event Unfolding. that's happening like yeah. in its own box right. like like you can you can go to that event like it is a you can physically walk right to, like yeah. you can physically walk into a time and place that existed because it's accessible somehow yeah that part, ah, that's you know, crazy to me. That is the craziest part about Interstellar is exactly what you just said. It's that like time is viewed as a physical place. So imagine mm -hmm. like you you want to travel the world and then you pinpoint on a map where you want to go. Mm -hmm. But to these other ethereal beings, like these advanced beings, time is just a, a, a physical thing for them. 
because they can see time in like a physical format right because they're five-dimensional beings and then so time is like a place on the map so you're being born all the time all the time and you're dying right now all the time so Jeez, you're i want to see how i die right so 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 your timeline is basically already constructed right and, and time it, is infinite so it's like an infinite towards all directions like like towards like the past and towards the future so like the big bang is happening right now infinitely that reminds me of this thing you told me once about how i i forget how you worded it but it was something about how the present is really like the future or something and then like i i forgot and that the future is really like the past or or whatever to like other beings remember how you said i don't know i don't remember how you explained it but it was kind of like i'm trying to remember uh, but forget it anyways it's, i think i know what you're saying base basically how like our perception of like past present tense and future is like isn't necessarily true right like we're already in the future and at the same time we're already in the past i don't remember but anyways yeah. that that i uh, maybe it's just something i thought of but whatever right. anyways but moving on so what did you think of interstellar uh i thought it was amazing well i think it's amazing um i cry a lot during <laughs> that scene when he's i don't know like there's just something so sad about time you mm. know because it's like well, the time to me in, in that movie is worse than death mm. because i think that death at least it like it gives you closure it gives you an endpoint. it gives you something to understand like people people who who witness death at first they might not understand it but then over you know due time they comprehend it and they try to cope with it mm -hmm. but the idea of time in that movie and and how he's you know just traveling the the uh, tra traveling space and then time moves differently for him than people on the earth and then he sees his daughter his age and he sees his son his age i don't know like it's sad you know and then and then and then just not being able to like see them you know grow and just like that's worth than just dying you know like, i feel just crazy to me i feel like that hit me too because it was what like seven years for seven years for his kids on earth was like only an hour on a planet on a planet for yeah. him yeah. so think about like if you well like this is a hypothetical but like let's say in your world you're like you're only moving an hour at a time and i'm aging like seven years at a time yeah and then i feel like what really hits home with that scene is like is also like the aging aspect mm -hmm. like for example when we when we notice like our parents or whatever getting old or or like becoming elderly i think that that's when like stuff starts hitting us more right. and not even when we like like you said, when we come to like peace with that is going to happen, like death is inevitable right. when the time gets like close enough. Yeah. But then there's I feel like there's like a point where you just like look at them and or you look at your grandparents or whatever and you see that they're elderly mm -hmm. and, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to die anytime soon. 
but but you're just like i feel like that's when you feel it the most and then that's why people like try to you know mend their relationships with their parents when they're older and whatever because they see that time is running out even though they don't necessarily know how much time is left do you know why i think that happens mm. i think it's because we've been conditioned to uh treat time as this thing that if we're responsible enough we're able to like tame it to the best of our abilities and we're able to kind of kind of stretch it out mm -hmm. so if you're a responsible productive adult then you make your time worthwhile and you allocate your time wisely and you can get a lot of shit done and you can spend time with your family if you create a schedule so we're always conditioned to understand time as this thing that we can cooperate with mm -hmm. and that we can cut it like cut a deal with kind of right. you know and then death like there's like sure like you could be healthy and fit but at the same time like you could be the healthiest person and get hit by a car you know like you right. you you can die in a plane crash like there's all these variables so it's something that you really can't no matter how hard you try you can't cut a deal with death like you can't establish an understanding and say like hey like i'm gonna do this that's within my human capabilities and therefore all i ask of you is to like delay and just like lay off a little bit and i feel know? like there's like there's also i feel like there's also a feeling of like time running out yeah you you that's exactly you it. know so, so you can't get it back right exactly right. so so any time that you've lost like people will will you know hold that weight about like how much time they've lost like oh i'm already 30 something like what have i done with like, myself where has the time gone right where right. where has the time gone and then that's when you like catch yourself and i think that that's kind of like the same as like cutting a deal with time because you're you're you start feeling like you have to regain it back mm -hmm. by like making the most of like every minute or every second of the day <clears throat> when you realize that you've quote unquote wasted right. years of your life you know and I feel like that's what like midlife crisis are all yeah, about. Yeah, exactly that. It's when you hit your magical 30s, 40s, 50s, <laughs> and then you look at your life and you start reevaluating it. And then and then you just start contemplating like all the time that you've wasted, all the time that you've done good with. Like, like what is my life now? Is it this empty house with the Porsche in the garage and all my kids hate me? Like, what could I what could I have done better? And then it's just that, like it's a it's a key moment of reevaluating what you want to do moving forward because death is now like in like in um in in your eyesight kind of right. like you can see it you know like it's waving at you just like waiting at the end yeah because you're halfway through your um, journey if you're lucky you'll see it further on but mm. it could always appear you know un like unpromptly i've always had this weird feeling and i hate like speaking it into the world but mm -hmm. okay but but i've always had this weird feeling like like i don't know like i might go soon and it sounds so crazy but i like you know what i'm saying it's just like this strange maybe you don't understand <laughs> but it's just weird like i've like i've always subconsciously but maybe it's just my fear of death is what i what i'm realizing and maybe I just tell myself like, oh, you might go at any moment. And then that's why I feel it. But it's like the subconscious feeling like I might go out young. And then and then I start maybe worrying your... like, do I have high blood pressure? Do I have like high, yeah. high cholesterol that I need to go get checked out or something? Like maybe it's your way of coping with um with with just not having 
everything figured out right now you know but you know what it reminds me of this is super off topic but it's like the story i told you this morning because i read it um mark ruffalo had a dream that there was like something going on with his brain or whatever Mm -hmm. and he actually went to the doctor and found out that he had a tumor just off of a dream like it gave him like this instinct that he needed to go like get checked out Mm -hmm. and then that is crazy yeah that's wild i I don't know if it it was necessarily a tumor but it was something like it was like i i don't know how to say the word but i think that your your brain communicates with you you yeah and especially something like urgent like that especially through dreams and stuff because it's like your subconscious like trying to communicate like things that you may not have like paid close enough attention to if that makes sense Mm -hmm. but anyways so just an interesting fact about mark ruffalo he's a cool guy so we were talking about interstellar right yeah (laughs) Yeah. and now we're talking about the hulk okay next but um yeah so we'll just jump to a more lighter topic now a more light topic more a more lighter a more lighter a more lightest uh worser top topic um (laughs) we're gonna talk about now so i i don't know if people listening to this or watching this um have seen the viral tiktok of the amazon guy who's uh making deliveries in the amazon truck and then oh some, yeah some kid in his um <laughs> apartment or or house caught him like caught the amazon guy opening the back door and then this white lady just like goes out and the amazon driver is black mm-hmm. and then he just opens it and this white lady just walks out and she's like fixing her dress and fixing her hair her makeup or whatever let you know. me tell you something that yeah. was not his girlfriend he claimed that it was his partner that's you, what he claimed. What I want to know, like, did he say bye to her in the van? Because he just like opened the door and was like, "All right, like, kick you Probably. to the curb, do the walk of shame now, like, see you later." Probably. I don't know. I got like weird. She just like walked out, like, like doing the walk of shame, and you don't do the walk of shame if it's your partner. Like, he didn't even care to see like if she had a ride or whatever. Like, well, what's he going can't on? give her a ride in the Amazon truck. He can't. No, but but that's my point. Like he didn't even check to see if she had a ride. Like was she walking home? Because she but was she just probably like, lives there because right, because maybe. she was barefoot. You know. Yeah, that's so just she, weird to me. She like probably lives like right right in front of the truck. Ah, uh, just weird to me. Why is it weird? <laughs> I don't know. Like what? Like I don't know. It, it's maybe it's me as a girlfriend like i would just be like offended if i was like all right i gotta go finish doing deliveries like and then just like kick you out and then well 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 like not even drop you off at your doorstep like come on now but that's what i'm saying she probably lived right there though is what i'm trying to say yeah okay whatever (laughs) and the way i see it is like what if he was in the middle of working and then she just you know well yeah was just like super horny or whatever he or had time he was do- horny and then he or she reached out to the other and then asked like hey like where are you and then he just said oh like i'm here and here and then he just pulled up and then she just hopped in really quickly and then they just did a quickie and then he went back to work and then later in that day when he gets back home they'll laugh about it all right know? so what's your opinion like do you do so you said he like he got fired right he did get fired so but here's where it gets kind of weird because he got fired even though the video is from 2019 wow so that was Mm pre-covid and he got fired now because of the power of tiktok and the viral video Mm -hmm. and now he lost his job so do you think it's valid 
no, like I, I was going to ask you. So if you as the employer knew about this incident, would you continue to keep him well, on as an employee? Well, like that's the problem now that, that he's thinking about um, suing Amazon back because he's claiming that there's no just cause because he didn't steal packages. He didn't violate any um, worker rule or any delivering rule. So on the basis of a video that's two years old, is that just cause to fire an employee? If if he claims, again, it's his word versus the company's word, if he claims that it was a one-off incident. And then this also leads me to another TikTok that was um, going viral, how TikTok sends out drones to watch over their drivers and to spy on them and to make sure that they're doing everything appropriately. And there's one employee that 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 they hire, well, multiple employees, but there's like one guy per region who's responsible for waking up at his home, sitting down at his desk and basically making sure that all the drivers in certain city or town is going the speed limit. They for can track Amazon? it. Yeah. Oh, you said TikTok. I was confused. Huh? Uh, the trends on TikTok. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. So so then he like wakes up and then he like tracks them and makes sure that they're going the speed limit, they're um delivering on time and like all like all these factors. And so Amazon has the resources to to really uh like they can um I forgot my train of thought. They can um they can tell if 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 it was just a one off incident or not, you know? Because he said that it was only one time that happened. Okay. And then in Amazon's position, it makes sense for them to fire if they could prove that it happened multiple times. Or they can also prove that they're doing that in order to um, establish a certain culture that they want. Like They don't want that guy to be a superstar for other Amazon drivers. And then every Amazon driver is going to be fucking in the back. And, and you know and taking what? Fuck breaks, you know. I think that that's what it is. It's like now that the video is going viral, mm-hmm. it it puts like a bad rep, you know. So then it yeah. it only makes sense that you like the only way that you can take control of a situation is to like make that an example of what not to do. So it's like okay, this guy did it. Who cares if it was one time? He's he lost his job, so don't try to do it as well. Right. Because then, like you said, people will get away with it, and then next thing you know, there's like come on your package or whatever. That's like what I thought. that's like, super that unsanitary, man. Yeah. <laughs> and and pre-COVID, because if it was during COVID, it would have been way worse. Yeah, that's what I'm like. like I don't know, like getting like cum stains and shit on your packages. <laughs> And what was hilarious oh, to me no. was was the amount of people just making jokes under that video and saying that like oh like she's getting Amazon Prime or <laughs> her package is gonna come in nine months or something like that you know oh yeah for Which sure like, you know, <laughs> that package yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god so that was interesting I think it's more of a matter of them just doing damage control and just making sure that there's not a culture that that is born from this one act and that other drivers don't think that they could just fuck white ladies in the back of their truck. (laughs) 
um hey, it man. could be and and i thought what you thought too that it's kind of weird because it could be like this this white karen that 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 just has like jungle fever hooker. It's a, i thought she looked like a hooker but that's that um, maybe not a hooker okay, during the daytime <laughs> but but my point is like I'm a karen that has like a like jungle fever you know yeah and that always fantasize about like fuck because look amazon drivers are the new milkmen okay you know that yeah. back in the day there was a milk guy he would go deliver your milk yeah. and then housewives and then the husband's at work and then the husband's probably cheating with the secretary and then the wife's back home fantasizing about cheating on the husband who she knows is cheating with like her cheating with the milkman you know so amazon drivers are basically the modern day milkman all right and that's what that guy asserted him his like his position as he's like no i'm the new milkman and i'm here to give my milk to these women they're gonna be giving milk to something else in nine yeah. months like you said yeah, so it's the, it's the, the Amazon cy- prime cycle of milk right there right and that's how milk was made that's how milk is made that's how the got milk <laughs> campaign was established um <laughs> So, yeah, so do you have anything else to say on that topic before we move on? No. All right, so next topic is... the yesification and you said that you're familiar with this so yeah take us on so yesification is a like it's an edit right Mm -hmm. it's It's an edit it's like a filter that glamorizes anybody anything meme uh pop culture icons everything mm-hmm. historical figures anyone yeah. and and it and it adds like these lashes and like smoky eye um eyeshadow and mm-hmm. and like whatever basically a beat face like a makeup face basically a kardashian face right? yeah it's a beat it's a beat yeah. it's a beat face i don't know if anybody's still saying that these days but anyway so i saw it <laughs> i saw it on this like crackhead meme <laughs> mm. i think i know which one you're talking and, about he's like staring like this at the or no i i don't remember but i saw it, so many crackhead photos with it. <laughs> it's like a crackhead it's crazy and and has like like uh cocaine like on the lips and stuff while it's glamified or mm-hmm. yesified or whatever it is mm-hmm. it's too funny but it's on it's like it's not just on on TikTok cuz it's on Twitter it's everywhere. It's mainly on Twitter actually. Oh, it, it it's not on TikTok? Uh it's probably on TikTok now. But it started on Twitter. Mm. And yeah, I just wanted to point out how crazy that is and how 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 funny a lot of them are. Like I saw like uh Jack Harlow one, I saw Kanye <laughs> one, I saw Crackheads, I saw um horror movie mm. characters with it. And everybody just looks like a snack, you know? Like a snack. <laughs> okay, pause for the joke. Hey, Kanye, Kanye could look like a snack if he was a guy. Uh, a guy. <laughs> if he was a guy. With some this just in, Kanye is not a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Mentally gone confirmed. Whoops. Exclusive. <laughs> Don't get that out there. So let's continue on the Twitter train real quick. Um, let's just uh, segue into. So Twitter is now reacting to the whole Taylor Swift situation. And the only reason I put this on the list here is because we were following the whole Britney Spears. Um, what what was that called? It was like a censorship. No, it's a conservative. No, a conservator. Uh, a conservatorship. Is it conservatorship? 
I think Fuck. I think it is. I think it is. It Fuck. is a cons- uh you said censorship and now yeah. I'm messed up. Lawyers know. are like punching gear right now <laughs> listening to mentally got podcasts. Conservative. Like you fucking idiots. It's conservative 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 Whatever. Britney Spears, right? Free Britney, <laughs> right? So we we were following that. We watched the documentary. We're we're not gonna talk about it because you know it it already happened, whatever. But my point is that something similar was happening to Taylor Swift in terms of like legal uh, possession and legal ownership of her own music. And I wanted to get your opinion on that, on like the how crazy it is that as an artist, as a singer, as a creative, that you don't have the rights to your own music. And she got to a point where she was going to perform. I think I have it written down here, actually. Let me just uh, get it. Actually, I don't have it written down, but she was going to perform for, I think, the the EMAs or something. And she was also looking to put older music into a Netflix documentary that was coming up about her life. Mm-hmm. And she was denied that ability because she doesn't own her discography. Like, she doesn't own the rights to her music. Right. Because someone bought it, yeah. basically. And I don't understand what happened, but her old label on which she produced those albums and those um, first pieces of work, they put her music up for sale, the rights to those songs up for sale. And then Scooter Braun, who was uh, Justin Bieber's old manager or is still his manager and Kanye's old manager, I think, he bought the rights to that, to those music, to Mm. those albums. So he's getting paid for every stream. Yeah, him and another guy. Mm-hmm. And so, not only paid for every stream, but he decides who can use his music. Right. So he decided that Taylor Swift cannot sing Taylor Swift's music on an award show and on her own Netflix documentary about her own life. Right. You know what, though, that's happened to so many people in the industry. I think that that happened to Kesha too. I could be wrong, so don't quote me on that. But I, don't I follow Kesha. But but there was like a whole thing with her too. Mm-hmm. But my point is, like, as soon as you go under a, a record label and and what do you call like what record was label. a record label, yeah. you automatically surrender part of your rights to your music. And then that's why all like a lot of artists now become like free agents because and they create their own. Labels. Right. They, and you know what? Top Dog is an example of that because he there's like a conspiracy that he doesn't allow his artists to release when they want to release. Mm-hmm. And that's why SZA hasn't like hadn't dropped like an album since her last one, Control or whatever. And and Kendrick hadn't dropped and like it's like and and then SZA even like tweeted it and said that like oh ask Top Dog why I haven't released music or whatever because mm-hmm. it's like people are demanding it but then they're not getting anything and it's because these like record labels for whatever reason you know control what goes out and and what like basically what you said is like they have rights to everything so they decide yeah, for the most they part own it. right. Yeah. Anyway, so I forgot where I was going with this, but, but I think it's like I think it's so tired out now. Like I think you should just know by now, right? But, but of course, yeah. Like she didn't have any control at the time of like uh, you just want to get yourself out there as an artist and whatnot. Because she got signed at fifteen, mm-hmm. so fifteen years old, and that's what a lot of these record labels do is that they get you very young, and and you're not 
well versed in the in the legalities of mm-hmm. the music industry and you're and you're not lawyered up and mm. you don't really have legal counsel when you sit down and sign a contract and you just want like the opportunity when you can get it so it's like okay you i can get yeah i can get signed right now yeah. so let me get signed right now because then i can start like really putting my things out there under an actual right Whatever. And the whole business model of these labels is that they dangle fame and fortune in front of you, even if it's not fortune immediately, but they dangle the promise of fortune. And then and then at first, like, imagine you're dead broke and you're just rapping on the corner and then you, you get recognized by a label and they see talent in you and then they treat you as like a cow that's mm-hmm. like rich with milk, you know, and they want to milk you as much as they can. And so they offer you like $10,000 up front. And you've never seen that much money before in your life. Right. And you and you only the only life that you've known is like selling drugs and coke and crack and, so and you, pimping and, and like doing all these things. And so they present that check and then you see it and then you're like, Oh shit, all right. And then they also tell you, All right, and then and then we'll be able to book you uh twelve shows, mm-hmm. like one show a month in the in the in the biggest venue possible and we're gonna get you out there. Yeah. And then but the the turnaround, you know, and what they shove up your ass is is the fact that they own like 80 percent, you know, like royalties like it's theirs. Yeah, I feel like and and you told me that she's going to re-record her album, she did right? Already, yeah. Or she did already. Yeah. So, you know what? I think that that's probably the smartest thing. Super genius move, I think. But of course, you're going to have people that are like, oh, this doesn't sound the same as the original and then still listen to the original because right. they're stupid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like there's always the dumbasses out there that'll do that. And she went on Twitter and kind of uh, begged her audience to not stream yeah. Scooter Braun's version because every mm-hmm. time he, people stream that, he gets paid. Right. And but but that's a genius way to like boycott it. And he can't technically sue her because she can claim that it's a it's a modified artistic expression mm-hmm. you know like it's just art and that's what the artists have you know it's just that freedom of just defining what's different and what's not you know yeah but, like you know. as long as, as long as it's not the original so she just can't use the original songs right but if she can recreate it then she's on to something man she's mm-hmm. she's <laughs> unlocking a new like a new like manipulation tactic for the music industry and what's sketchy to me is the fact that when when she basically begged um the the people who own her music now to the ability to use them to like sing them again and perform them and stuff uh they denied it on the Basically said that if she promised to not mention them anymore in public, to like mention their names, like Scooter Braun and I forgot what the other guy's name is, in public, and if she promised to not re-record any of her original songs, they would let her use them for these two things and these two projects. And that just shows like how 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 slimy they are you know yeah. like they're they're like viewing it as like this like real estate like real estate investment you know like they bought probably spent millions and millions but it's generating millions and millions every single mm-hmm. year you know and so if she does this now it's gonna just like suck them dry basically yeah so so the they only don't want her to mention them anymore so that they don't right, like they they don't have a tainted now. image and yeah. then if they 
Like if their image gets gets destroyed or obliterated, then they're not going to get any like revenue. Right. Because they have other artists under them, too. Yeah, exactly. And so those artists might like look up and be like, oh, shit, like this guy kind of sucks because mm-hmm. he's doing this with her. So what's not to say that he's going to turn around one day and do that to me? Exactly. So it's kind of fucked up. Well, that's what they get. So that's what they get. <laughs> and I think that, that that's what artists mean by selling their soul, honestly. <laughs> um. All right, so just two more real quick before we get into Reddit reads, right? Okay. Or do you want to leave these? We we could do Reddit reads now. Okay. Like, yeah, just, we'll like, leave s- these two for we'll, later. We'll save those. All right. So I'm going to play the intro right now, and we're going to get into <laughs> it, and then you're going to read some of... Intro. Do you want to explain what you're going to do? So I'm just going to read, you know, some stories I found on Reddit. They're very short. You know, they they kind of just were interesting or funny or made me think like about a question pertaining to the story. And I'm just going to read them. Right. So, yeah. And it's going to be a new segment. New segment. Men- Mentally Gone Reddit Reads. Yeah. So let's play it. Go ahead. Hey, Mr. Krabs, I think I'm mentally gone. Welcome to Mentally Gone Reddit Reads. What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? Let's get weird, Morty. Let's read some Reddit posts. Fuck it. Fuck it. Okay. So, So, the first one, one, ready? This one. (laughs) This one, okay, this one's kind of out there, so I'm just going to start. So it starts a little while back. My roommate was contacted by a wealthy man in the area who wanted to pay her to be his live in pet mm. for an entire month. She thought that this was a cutesy way of saying that it was a sugar daddy, sugar baby arrangement. <laughs> uh, Turns out what he actually meant was that she would be given room, board, and a very healthy allowance to spend a large portion of her day dressed as a cat, walking on her hands and knees, eating out of a bowl, using a litter box, and yes, sleeping in a little cage at night. <laughs> For how long? Sex wasn't even on the table. He was only interested in having a human cat for a month. For a whole month? A month. She seriously considered the offer for a weekend, but then she politely declined. So that's the end of the story. I I thought that she actually went through with it thinking, you know, that this was like a different arrangement and then walked into like a hell, you know? All right. So what's your verdict on it? So, first of all, I thought, like, what if she had gone through with it and then she thought that this was like a sugar daddy, sugar baby arrangement where she would just, you know, show up and have. Yeah, like maybe they had sex or whatever, because that's like that could happen. But anyways, like maybe she thought it was a different thing. And then let's say he explained like what he really wanted once she's already there. And then she's like, okay, I think I should go because I don't want to. And then he like really makes her a pet. Oh my God. That's like so weird that, that's what kind of scares me a little bit. It's like, what if people don't tell you the full extent of what they're wanting until you're there? And right. then you actually do become a cat on your hands and knees. How much money do you think would have to be offered to her for her to not only accept it, but not tell anybody about it? It's like she would just disappear for a whole month. And then all her friends are like, oh, like, where's Mary? 
oh, Mary went to Bora Bora or she went to Cancun or 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 she's on an inter- like internship in fucking Spain. I think at least thousands like you... thousands only. For no, no, a month? like 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 tens or hundreds of thousands. No, no, pick a number. Like how much would have to be dangled in a girl's picture? I think it I think it needs to be six figures like I it needs to be six I think figures. Be more. No, but I'm saying six figures like more than like it could be a hundred thousand plus like. You know, I'm gonna put a number out. Two million. Two million? Yeah. Nah. You don't think that's enough? No, I'm saying like I think that there would be girls who would do it for way less, is my point. Like mm. even like six figures is like, okay, like if you can make six figures in, in one month, month yeah. you know, and then maybe like maybe he'll cut you some slack and and like maybe one weekend you really don't have to be the cat. Like you guys right. could actually sit down at the table. All right, six figures <laughs> and he asks you to pee on him once a week. Because it says a large portion of the day. So mm-hmm. it's not the full day. But it's but that can mean like eighty percent of the day. Right. But 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 I don't know. What were you saying? Sorry, I forgot. I didn't hear what you asked. Six figures. You said how much would you like? Would you ask for for him to pee on you? No, is, is six figures enough for him to ask the girl to pee on him once a week? Oh, to pee on him. Yeah. Do you think it's do you do you think it gets more expensive for the girl to pee on him or for the guy to pee on her? No, it's more expensive if he is for ask, the guy peeing. Yeah, on her. if he's asking to pee on you, then you then you better get your money because that shit's right. I think peeing on him is like he like um like if you hold yourself to a high standard where you're like okay well you want that then you have to pay up where you mm. know how to like manipulate the the player kind of how many people do you know hold their pee to high standards <laughs> i'm saying like listen it's like for example only fans girls they know if their content is worth like Right. Like a certain amount versus other girls who are like, oh, you know, like even this amount is like good enough, you know. But then there's girls who are like, nah, this is elite. Like this is top tier. Which is I always look good. interesting, it's like, right? It's like a confidence type of thing. So you think that confidence defines the price? Yes. So to like to that point, um, how about girls who who have like sugar daddies or whatever or straight up creeps on the Internet? who are willing to buy like clothes and like used articles from them. And then they ask them like, you know, take specific diets and I want you to fart. I want you to really hold it in and then just go all out. Like, so you think that confidence is what makes a girl turn around and be like, "Mm, my fart, and the, like this this streak of of fucking poop on my panties is, I don't, is worth at least. I don't 500. think it's about like the actual poop and pee itself. I think it's like I like it's about how the girl carries herself exactly, in the like, world. Yeah. I I'm a hot girl, like this guy's a fucking creep, so like you better pay me up. Right. Kind of like I deserve everything in the world mentality. It's like right. I deserve it all. So like I like I deserve nothing but the best. Mm. So if you're gonna give me crumbs, then then like get out, like kick like go to the curb or whatever until you're ready right. to offer me a real offer that's worthy of my time and attention and that adds to the guy's 
desire to like exactly it's like a girl who doesn't pay mind to anybody a girl who like holds herself on this like pedestal he likes the idea of controlling her diet to an extent where he's getting the excrements of her it's like he's defining like you're gonna eat this and this and this Mm -hmm. i control you and then he just gets off on that yeah that's crazy like if you can get like a top tier like ignore everybody who like Supermodel gets in the or yeah instagram model if or like if, some if, shit like if that. you could get her to like send you pictures get her to like do what you said sell articles of clothing get right. her to be your sugar baby like that's already like a reward in itself for them it's a power move exactly because right. then it's like oh like i got her to to like to to succumb to me like to be submissive she's under my thumb because yeah. i pay her rent exactly she's living in this apartment taking pictures in it taking doing pictures it in just this bed. for me it's like yeah. they get an importance out of out of like making you feel more important which right. is so weird which is what i was gonna ask you like what do you like why is sex off the table for the pet people like like because i've noticed that in other podcasts that i listen to specifically your mom's house pet play and and pup play and whatever the fuck like dressing up as a dog and shit and just doing that it doesn't always involve sex which is fascinating to well me. Be- i don't think it's that like look because if they have the fantasy of having a pet then then you don't really fantasize about but why not just get a pet no but there's a fetish about a human being it's like people who want like human furniture where they want you to be mm. like their footstool. Just it doesn't like mean they. Games. Yeah, it doesn't mean they want to have sex with you. It's just like a. It's just like an objectifying thing. So the same thing could be said for like the pet people. It's like a. I get it. You know what I mean, yeah. but but it doesn't have to get to that point where it's like, and I and I also get to do you after right, because like, because in their head they already fucked you. Right. They're they're getting like they're getting off on the idea of seeing you be this thing not like they're they're not gonna get off on the idea of like getting it in with you like this is what's doing it for them so the minute you like turn that off and now you're becoming a human being who get who also gets pleasure from sex then Mm -hmm. then the fantasy is over because you're not a pet anymore now you're that's a great you know what i'm saying so that's what i think it is and that's why he said sex like not involving sex like just be my pet because sex is too human yeah Uh. That's so crazy still, though. That's so wild. But I get what you mean. Like, they just want to dehumanize you as much as possible. Because, like, that's their pleasure. It's like stripping all of humanity from you, Mm -hmm. making you a chair so they can put their feet on, making you a dog or a cat so that that you can just, like, live as a cat. (laughs) It's like pleasure comes from just, just eliminating that. It's like the guy with the balloons. Like... What guy would? Oh yeah, that yeah, yeah. that was like obsessed with the balloons. Like he, I bet you he like he didn't actually but like his, have sex with the balloons. Like maybe, but he said like he implied that he. I I think he's different. I think only because. Well, that's an actual object, but. But only because <laughs> he's doing the reverse. So 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 he's getting an inanimate object and, and trying to hum- animate yeah. it with fantasy. True, true. So he views them as like maybe yeah, phallic right. symbols. That's maybe he's <laughs> he he's like closet gay a little bit, and maybe he just never got the courage to come out. And then he just treats balloons as like phallic symbols, as like dicks or whatever. I don't know. Or maybe he's into women, but he never got the courage to to 
get out there you know yeah you're right that's the opposite but that's yeah. like the perfect opposite it's like yeah, yeah, you're yeah. taking an inanimate an object, object and, and trying yeah it. trying and to give it one is a human and objectifying yeah it. that's it's pretty crazy though like this story kind of so i was gonna ask you how much would it take for you to be somebody's human pet no amount of money no amount of money no like not even for for like a weekend because she said that she contemplated doing sure. it for a weekend no amount of money no <laughs> and i mean that wholeheartedly okay you could dangle a million dollars in my face and say like i want you to bark <laughs> and eat out of a a, a, a fucking uh kebble kibble kebble bowl? kibble kibble bowl i want kibble. you to eat kibbles kibble. and bark and just wag your butt sometimes <laughs> Hey, man. For a million dollars, a million dollars, I'd be like, nah. Would you? <laughs> it seems like you would. I could wag my butt. Yeah, I bet you can, huh? <laughs> Fucking weirdo. <laughs> hey, a million Shit. dollars. Oh, my God. For a weekend. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll do it for you. <laughs> uh, my parents are watching now. I'm kidding. I'm not into that stuff though. Into um, that pet player, whatever. <laughs> so you could take that elsewhere. I'm good. Uh, Thanks though for the no, I, appreciate it. No, I, I'm all jokes aside. Like, like for example, no amount of money could ever make me do OnlyFans. So, th like, just like joking around. I like obviously people will be like, oh, I'll do it for like a dollar or whatever, mm -hmm. you know. Like, <laughs> when that's what I'm doing. But like, I don't think I could ever bring myself to like walk yeah. into someone's house and then get on all fours it's just and so then just like start me. crawling around and no, yeah. It's just so so weird. It's like beyond weird, honestly. It's just no, I <laughs> I swear I'm 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 laughing and saying I would, but I wouldn't. Like a hundred percent, no. We'll let the judge decide. That. Hey, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Anyways, okay, this next story, ready? Mm -hmm. Uh, let's do this one, Luke. <clears throat> so this one goes, my dad went to secondary school with John Lennon Jesus. and was a couple years older than him. Uh, my dad was known for playing the drums and being quite musical. And one day John asks him whether he'd like to be the drummer in a band he's forming. No. Yes. Uh, dad was keen, but my granny said he needed to prioritize studying, and so he didn't join. Fucking grandmas, dude. <laughs> the band grandmas don't know shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like grandmas in general, like they, they think they know best for you, but they don't know shit, dude. They think they know everything, man. Oh my god, grandparents are the worst. <laughs> the band the fucking worst. Ready? I'm look, kidding. <laughs> the the band yeah, formed, um, and were called the Quarry Men, and I think a guy called Colin was the drummer instead of my dad, who I believe was later replaced by Pete Best and then Ringo, as they changed to the Silver Beatles and then the Beatles. I like to imagine that in an alternative universe, my dad said yes, and that was history. I don't mind that I wouldn't have been born if this had been the outcome. He really deserved to have had that life. I see where this is going. So that's the end of the story. Oh, uh, I thought it was... <laughs> what? Where, where was it going to go? Now I want to know. I thought it was about the other thing you <clears throat> told me about, like if you weren't born, then your parents get to live out their dreams. Or whatever. Right. Just, so that was the question I like came up with for you. Is it about the story? Yeah, it was oh, about okay. the story. So, yeah. anyways, I was gonna say, uh, well, first of all, talking about the story, like I thought that, like 
Isn't it crazy how you can come across somebody who's who's just ordinary like you and then and then years from that point that you met them or that you interacted with them, they became this like superstar. And then you're just like, wow, like I actually went to school with that person or he actually approached me and I could have been like living side by side in that lifestyle with him. Like and you could have been one of the beauty. That that really blows my mind. Like that was. That was pretty crazy, and I can't even imagine what the dad feels if if he feels like any like unfulfillment that he didn't like. Maybe and maybe not. Maybe not. So there was this really nice comment that someone said, but the the universe was happier to like bring you into fruition right. than. And that's what I thought right. too. It's like there's there's like that side of it. So so my question to you was if. If you could rewrite history, knowing that you can make your parents' dreams come true, like obviously this is not realistic, but I'm saying if you could, like if you had the chance to like let them go back in time and then this decision (laughs) of like fulfilling their dreams versus having you was possible, Mm -hmm. would you give them that opportunity? No. (laughs) Okay, why? No. (laughs) (laughs) okay and um only because like that's like i get the question but at the same time it's like uh, i don't know how to explain it the way i see it is like this john legend lennon john John legend (laughs) john John lennon he never had kids Mm -hmm. i don't think right I don't remember. I don't. Know. I don't think so. So, like, the way I see it, and and just like picking up from what you said, you said that is like, isn't it crazy that we go about our lives and then we are like meet these ordinary people who eventually become these superstars and these mega personalities? I don't think we meet ordinary people like that. I think we meet extraordinary people, but we're incapable of really understanding how special they are. And mm. I think that they're also incapable of under, of understanding how special they are. And what I mean by that is this. I think that when you're truly that exceptional and you're truly that brilliant, like you're John Lennon, you're Paul McCartney, you're, you're Michael Jackson, like you know your worth. Like you know what you have to do on this planet. Like you just know. It's like even if you don't know in the moment, you, you just know. Mm. To a point where you're not going to preoccupy yourself with finding love you're you're not going to preoccupy yourself with studying establishing a family studying unless you're albert einstein again unless you know what you're supposed to do so i think that that's the key right there it's like no i don't think me not being born would change anything in my parents life if it adds a comma to their bank account i don't think that their life would be better off because of it Mm mm-hmm because I don't think, like, unless you have something extraordinary to contribute to the world and you know it deep down inside and there's just, like, something moving you towards that, then you don't deserve to get that restart, if that makes sense. All right. I can see what you mean. So, because I think, like, I don't know. It's and, like and if, then if you have kids, then you then you can live out your dreams after you raise them. If they, like, if they knew they had this, like, special gift to offer the world, then I they would have... even be a part of the they, conversation. They would have done anything at any cost to, like... Pursue it. Right. Right. That makes sense. 
versus having me i was gonna say yeah. look like they should be happy enough to have me so like right. they wouldn't want to go back you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. you know what i'm saying it's like come on now <laughs> i get it basically <laughs> like if, basically what i'm saying is that most of our parents and most of the people's parents watching this right now are losers is what i'm saying most <laughs> but losers in comparison to john lennon like everybody's a loser in comparison yeah. to albert einstein everybody's you know like has an account like how like everybody's a loser you know but unless you're john lennon then 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 you know th that you're so special that you aren't put on this earth to live a linear life mm -hmm. you're not gonna have a family you're not gonna whatever you know well you could have a family you after could. the fact right so it's like after, after you, blow you up. right and if you notice that's a common trait amongst like superstars and like people who really reach these crazy altitudes and these crazy heights is that they usually consolidate a family have a family after they've already reached stardom like kanye started having kids after he was kanye after mm -hmm. the um be my beautiful dark twisted fantasy it's like after his like rock star crazy phase phase of going up and you know telling taylor, taylor swift that beyonce had the best album so it's after that phase you know and the same is like applies to everybody else. Drake's Drake might have kids one day, but he doesn't have kids now. Well, he has one now. <laughs> he has one now, but only after, you know, like only after everything that happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, mean I mean, we didn't know he had a kid. <laughs> right. But like, that's what I mean, too. It's like he had one by accident. You are hiding a child. Let that boy come home. That beat motherfucker playing. <laughs> exactly. So I, I think that that question would be answered differently to his kid because his kid is going to listen to the, the <laughs> verses on CLB where he's basically framing him as an accident and just basically apologizing that he had a kid. I don't I, I don't know if you ever listened to CLB. I completely. heard CLB, but not, yeah. not again. Yeah. <laughs> it was once. Not again, just once. One time. But Literally anyways. that one time that we listened together was the one time I played any one of the songs. I never Jeez. replayed any one of the songs. There's some good songs out there. Ah, no. I'm too sexy. Scarred me. That's my favorite. Um no <laughs> sorry it's just a no from me sorry drake no from me simon no drake sorry 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 aubrey aubrey Graham. Sorry, sorry to offend you aubrey but i think his kid will definitely answer that question differently <laughs> be like yeah my dad would be way bigger and and he tells me every day and he told me every day of my childhood <laughs> that if i didn't exist mm -mm. then he wouldn't have to suffer um push it he wouldn't have those bars and he would be more respected <laughs> And he wouldn't have to drop CLB. <laughs> and yeah. That's oh, what his Pusha kid would T. say. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah, I hate that guy. Well, hey. I don't hate him. I don't hate him. <laughs> Just uh, cringe, cringe a little bit, you know? Yuck. It's like, yuck. I like that. With yuck. This whole, like, drug dealer story. Like, Jay-Z is the only drug dealer Santeria. that I respect. Yeah. Sorry, Jay Z is the only drug Jay lord here. Yeah, just talk over. Uh, Jay Z is <laughs> the only. Oh, again, Jay Z is the only drug lord that i respect in the rap game right now <laughs> anyways yeah well jay-z doesn't produce good songs anymore whoa uh, that's debatable that's debatable <laughs> let's go he kind of laid out the blueprint All right, question here, here's the question of the of the day guys who is who is the greatest rapper of these two ready jay-z or kendrick lamar let you me know compare both of them let though. me know in the comments <laughs> 
You can't compare them though. That's not. That's not valid. No, no, I know. I'm just saying because because it, it's like both of our opinions. I'm just messing. Sorry. Don't okay. don't don't get offended. Now. I'm not getting offended. It's just that it's not a fair comparison. You know? Oh, of course not. Because it's it, because it, no <laughs> because it's different eras. It's different influences, impacts. You know, like it would have to be Nas versus Jay Z, and I take Jay Z. It it could be Jay Z versus Biggie Smalls. I take Jay Z. But let me tell you, Nas, like uh, as of late, has produced better stuff than Jay Z's newer stuff. Name a song. Off of the new the the album from twenty eighteen, what was it? Um, no, no, his newer stuff. Yeah, which I sent you a song from his new new album. No, no which you didn't listen. I, to. I haven't heard that album yeah. yet. I'm talking about like for example, like even two thousand eighteen. Like Jay Z hasn't. At least not that I know. Yeah, no, like no. I'm saying, Jay Z's newer like, stuff produced. doesn't compare to his like older stuff, no, and like doesn't. even Nas. Like I feel like his newer stuff, I I like it. You know what I'm saying? Like too, I, yeah. like it just it's. What's the song now? I keep forgetting. It's Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve, don't fall too far from the apple tree. Yeah, that album's good. I forgot what the name of that album is. Me too. I like Jay-Z's <laughs> features, though, like the ones that he puts out. But yeah, see, features. But I'm talking about, like, I'm talking about bodies of work, you know? Yeah. I think he could. He could pick it back up. Yeah. If he tried. Yeah. Yeah. All right, anything else? Oh, last story, and then we could wrap it up after this. Or, or, or I'll save this story. You could do it if you want. It's up to you. I'm just gonna say the story, and there's no question for it. So we're like, we're just gonna. All right, so we're gonna end this out with the story. With this so story, <laughs> let's just say our goodbyes now, because then as say, soon as you finish it, it's gonna, gonna, gonna close out. Yeah. So, so peace to the world. Peace to the world. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share with a friend, um, uh, share with an enemy, a uh, loved one, a uh, hated one, anyone. <laughs> just spread this podcast because all we care about is getting rich and famous. <laughs> Let us know your favorite part, and then yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so. It's Jeff Bezos left. Ready? Here we go. Ready yeah. for this? Get yeah. get in your seat tight. Um, I was traveling in Honduras with the girl I was seeing. We were traveling with her sister and some other people staying in a hotel during the September 15th celebrations in this little town. There were a whole bunch of fest- uh, festivities going on, so we went out and enjoyed the day. At night, walking back, we started to fool around a bit. We were making out in the town plaza. We couldn't go um, back to the hotel to take it further since our friends were there. But it was really dark outside and the town plaza had some columns and areas that were relatively private. So we just decided to have sex there. We start banging (laughs) in between a couple of columns. So she is leaning back against the column and we were kind of on the ground After a little while, she starts shaking, (laughs) and I look at her, and she has this weird look on her face and shaking like crazy. Can you guess what's going to happen? No. Oh, she has to take a shit. (laughs) Is it the food in Honduras? I think, whoa, she is having the craziest (laughs) orgasm. Yeah, that's what you want to think, right? I've ever seen. Then I felt a really strange sensation all through my legs. And I think, whoa, I'm having a really crazy orgasm too. I had this sensation I couldn't really place, but it was familiar. 
Then I place the sensation electricity. I realize I'm being electrocuted through my legs. I was wearing a condom. And I look at her and realize she is too. I pull us both to the side. I looked at the condom, the condom, the, the, condom, column. the column she was leaning against. And there were exposed wires coming out of it. She was kind of crying and freaking out because she thought she was going to die and couldn't move. <laughs> so she couldn't move and, oh, and was funny. like, <laughs> and they were getting struck, electrocuted. Isn't that funny how the guy was like fucking <laughs> and then just thinking, oh my God, like this is the greatest, and her greatest life- orgasm I've, I've ever had before. Like just like feeling her like shaking stuff. And then in her head, it's just like... Her life is I'm, flashing. Yeah, I think I might die. I think that this was a horrible decision coming to Honduras. <laughs> I met this guy yesterday, and now I'm going to die with his dick in me. Well, he said she, he had been seeing her, and they had friends there. So right, I think but they to went, my story, yeah, it just okay, makes it funny, Yeah, okay, yeah, you know? okay. I'm sorry <laughs> That's for called me. comedic riffing. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. That's funny. So anyways. Uh, but anyway... <laughs> anyways i just think it's funny because i like pictured the scenario of like her legs shaking and like her her hair probably was like gonna start like spiking up any any minute now (laughs) and then he's like feeling it too but i thought that rubber like doesn't rubber what's the word yeah electricity so is that why he only felt it like in his legs like he said I guess his his like skin from like his pelvis or something was uh, like rubbing against her, and then rubbing and being electrocuted. I think just adds to it friction, and then electricity right. with like friction. I think it adds heat, and then heat is more conducive to electric currents. I think what he meant was that he wasn't feeling it in his penis, right? Because he, was, he had a rubber on. Because he was protected, right? He had a helmet on. Ah, so he's protected both ways. Imagine his penis right. felt the shock of electricity. And her vagina felt it, I think. That might feel kind of good. Right. <laughs> got any exposed wires? So we got some experimenting <laughs> to do. Anyways, all right. <laughs> and then the <laughs> all right, guys. Peace and out. Close out. <laughs> and yeah, peace. To the and Lord close your legs. <laughs> okay.